coming straight at you for episode five. This, this is a doozy, guys. This is just okay movies. We're just okay, and we play some movies. We're just okay, movie watchers. It's <laughs> flawless how you edited that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, so well done. Well, thank you for coming to Just Okay Movies. My name's Biggie Size, and I'm joined by the Just Okay Gamers crew. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hello, uh, Earthlings. My name is Psycho Guido, and I'm here with... I am Sub-Security Officer Fart. Uh, I am Cyclo number two, second-in-command, Millpool. I'm just a measly human dog thing oh you're a man Nasty. animal yeah you're a man animal oh, filthy yeah. man animal man animal filthy man animal oh jesus christ <laughs> it's already started it's gonna be madness from here on out guys thank you for tuning in we watched a little film we like to call battlefield earth it was left completely at the chance. We span a wheel. We had five different movies we had on that wheel, and just so happened to land on mine, for better or worse. Oh, you made this movie? You son of a bitch. I hate you so much, man. Fucking <laughs> I'm not totally sure if a human being made this film per se. I, I feel like this was like the best attempt of a computer trying to make a somewhat of a science fiction film. Because, oh my god, we'll get into it, but it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. But at this point, I would like to go ahead and say, you know, if you like this podcast and you like the Just Okay Gamers crew, please go over to Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com forward slash Just Okay Gamers and please donate. Donations are actually, my own donations fund this podcast. So it can help the guys a lot be able to do other projects and, and things of that sort. So please, please go do it. Oh, thank so, you. Oh, no, Thanks, no Biggie. problem. I love you guys. You all need more money. We'll, we'll get you more money. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and uh, jump into the film, and we're going to try our best to stay on task because there's so much about this film that we could go off on tangents, and we want to try to give a nice, rounded uh, scope of what we're dealing with here in Battlefield Earth. And I do want to start with one little thing. I know I don't know if a lot of people who are listening have watched the film. Highly recommend you sit and watch it if you're interested in films at all. But I do want to paint a picture of what we're dealing with here. There's a particular scene that I absolutely love. So I'm going to paint it in your mind's eye of this image. Imagine John Travolta dressed up as a Klingon shoving a rat in a human's face while spouting very charismatically, do you want lunch? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you like a treat? No, that's, that's good cinema. It's excellent cinema. <laughs> One of the best. I don't see uh, anything wrong with that at all. Yeah. And, you know, we normally do bits on what could happen in movies, such as people burying their assholes and whatnot. But this isn't a bit. I don't think we'll do any bits this time no. because it's it's all a bit. Yeah, it's yeah. all just horrible. We it's terrible. We couldn't come up with things that are worse than what this movie is. Well, Could I just. broken. It's so bad. It's like the plot, even the, the broader narrative. It just I. Oh. 
Well, I guess I'll go ahead and give a synopsis since it was my fault that uh, we had to sit and, and watch this film, even though I absolutely enjoyed it. What? The film starts out year 3000. <laughs> <laughs> a group of aliens known as the Cyclos took over Earth within, uh, say, like minutes. They took it over. Played the human race to mine uh, minerals like uh, gold and stuff to help fund their uh, intergalactic corporation. Uh, we follow one in particular guy who actually seems to be a little bit smarter than the rest, and uh, the and him trying to overthrow the Cyclos and save the day. That's the general overview. It doesn't sound too bad, you know. It actually, no, sounds like a pretty bad. decent rough, rough, rough cut. Yeah. Rough cut. It sounds pretty doable. Yeah, I don't see where this would go wrong. <laughs> yeah, nowhere. It's it's spot on. I felt like when John Travolta sat down and read Battlefield Earth, which I'm sure he probably read many times, um, I'm, I'm sure he had a stroke of brilliance. Like, no, this would be a really good film. And I think anyone would think that. You know, it sounds very Actually, uh, intriguing. Well, well with that, with just, with the, just the blind pitch, yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, give me some screenwriting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is the construction of the film. And I know we'll try our hardest to explain exactly what happened, but it will be a little difficult. And I still recommend you sit down and watch it, even after we've told you all the, the great little ins and outs, because I'm sure we're not going to cover everything. So I let's could, jump uh, straight into it. I could, I, could oh, I could stick a pen halfway in my anus and squat over a piece of paper mm -hmm. uh -huh. and write a better script than what this is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, just... <laughs> Where do you want to begin? Because like I have so many objections with the decisions being made. Yeah, and it's mm. not just a script. Oh my god! No, every it's, aspect it's, of this film is yeah. horrible. Yeah, the, 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 the cinematography CG and the cinematography both horrible. Every like, shot is on its an angle. I don't understand. <laughs> if you want what? to know what a Dutch angle is in cinematography, this is the movie that should be right next to the quote. You know, yeah. the definition of a Dutch angle because every the single Dutch shot. Angle. Give me that. Give me that old Dutch angle. We'll do uh, forward and back shots between dialogue, just with Dutch angles, and then we're going to swipe it away. <laughs> yeah, swipe to the next. Just swipe it over. The place I want to start, and I think it's the point where all of us watching this film probably felt like we were tripping on acid for a second. Is the first fifteen minutes of the film. I remember. Uh, I guess it was a couple years ago when I watched this movie. My friends like, "Hey, you want to watch Battlefield Earth?" I'm like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first 15 minutes, I was positive he was, like, pulling my dick. And this was some other film. Because, like, there is no way this is a, an actual, like, theatrical release movie. And I went ahead and did research. This film had a budget of $79 million. And that's still a big number for today. But yeah. compare oh, that. You, oh, 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 hold on. Uh, you might want to check that figure. Because the company that declared the budget got put out of business after being sued for over-declaring the budget by $30 million. Are you for real? I did not read that. <laughs> yeah, franchise pictures, they were known for saving uh, movie ideas that nobody else wanted to touch. Really? Well, I can believe that, because when I started comparing other films that came out in 2000, uh, X-Men, a really solid movie, cost uh, $79 million. That was its overall budget. Even a movie like Gladiator, which I think won Best Picture in 2000, it had a budget of 100 Hundred million dollars. I mean, these were the kind of. Uh, I mean, of course, what Wally Wally said really puts in the context. They were really thirty million shy, uh, but it still puts in the context that this movie should have 
at least been competent. It had the money, it had the actors, it had the resources, it had uh, what Warner was it Warner Brothers behind it. It should have been fine. I remember it was marketed the hell back then. I mean, it was supposed to be a big deal. Was and, it Warner Brothers? Because uh, like John Travolta had to go to this German production company that Wally mentioned because no one else would touch this. That's well, what I, I read. When going, um, I mean, if the opening title is anything, I thought I saw the Warner Brothers oh, seal. Yeah, okay, distributed it, by. It may have yes. been distributed by them. Yeah. Yes, that makes that makes sense. So I guess let's jump into the first fifteen minutes and what all happens in that scene. Oh my God, does the set look awful? It's like they went to a rock quarry and put up some wooden walls. It's like, all right, this is our village. Yeah, <laughs> this is where part of the film is going to start, and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things that make no sense. Right, and do Give these no context to it. No context. Well, you the have- con- the context was like there was a screen at the start with like two paragraphs of text. That right, kind of gets you caught up. Right. Oh, that was all but in that, German, that was all so I didn't story. read that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, all so... I understood was the year 3000. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> That's it. all I needed to know. But we have these humans living in this little settlement, uh, I guess fairly far away from where the dome is that the aliens live in, because the aliens can't breathe oxygen, so they have this... Uh, dome that they operate out of and keep in all denver. the humans in, in they, denver. Fucking, they fucking chose denver colorado <laughs> as their seat of power that's right so we learned about this guy i don't what what the hell is his name barry pepper his name is it's like the, the hero's name is barry johnny. pepper oh johnny like goody or something johnny. okay name is johnny Johnny Good Boy. Johnny. Good Boy, Good Boy, that's it. Johnny Good Boy. Good boy. <laughs> the fuck? It's Johnny Good Boy something, too. It's like three names. Yeah. Well, he's also known as Greener, which I was like, Greener, <laughs> what is that? And then I was like, uh, my mind was already like, you know, I felt like I was tripping on something. So I was just trying to let my brain process what my eyes were seeing. But then, like, when he explains it later, he's like, Greener means I always think something's always greener on the other side. And I just went, huh? And that was just, yeah. that was the only thing I could muster from that explanation, a sign of disgust and hilarity. Uh, and that's just kind of how the film goes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> from one so, scene to another, I will. Oh, go ahead, Guido. Uh, so Barry comes in on a horse. He's falling down a mountain. This is where he's introduced and is immediately told that his father is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, no context to that, like what his dad right. is doing. Yeah. Just he didn't make it. But it's and not then, graceful how he enters. It's the most awkward entrance because they shut the gate because you see this woman standing outside this gate and the old guy, you, you already assume he's like the town elder or the leader. He's like, he's not coming back. He's a greener. And then like she walks inside and all of a sudden she looks up on the hill and it's this weird ass shot. Like, I don't know if they like composited him into the scene or the background into the scene. Is the weirdest thing, and he just comes down this hill on this uh, horse really awkwardly. This happens within about three seconds. So, what leads up to him finding out his father's death is 
comically bad timing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sorry, so, Guido, I had to talk about that. No, that's shot. fine. He learns about his dad's <laughs> death, and it it cuts to him like making a cairn, a bunch <laughs> of stones as a grave, and then he yells. But the picture on the screen is his mouth closed. It's just like this choppy <laughs> slow motion, and then like an overdubbed person screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and the the slow motion's horrible. It's like. It's it's not like they didn't shoot it in the proper frame rate almost. Yeah, and then it like cuts right to the old man that told him that his dad died right away like in the same transition of slow-mo. Oh, into not that even a scene. cut. Right. It's a fucking wipe, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and we're talking think Star Wars scream wipes, but yeah, yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of establishing a scene, it cuts out like half the dialogue. And an awkward thing is happening, like they're still talking or they're moving away awkwardly. Screen swipe at a Dutch <laughs> angle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So garbage. Oh, and there's terrible. no validity to anything that has actually happened up until this point or explanation so, of why. So this old guy, he's like, hey, don't go out there. Don't. There's nothing out there. There's monsters. And then... Barry Pepper, aka Johnny Greengood, or whatever his name is, he starts going into this interpretive <laughs> dance where he's like, "Did you ever see the monsters?" And he starts like throwing sand in people's faces, <laughs> and like people are kind of scared. I, I don't think they're scared because of the story they're telling. They're scared because this oh, man oh. is just fucking wigging out, throwing sand all over the place. <laughs> also, well, even though we got horribly crushed, everyone is like in the Stone Age. Like, not only did our technology regress, but we all got instantly stupid. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're wearing rags. Oh, my God. That I is the worst part, I think, of the whole thing is that everybody talks in like caveman talk. It's like we somehow lost our language in a thousand years. <laughs> I mean, they they try to go for that, but they don't nail that. They don't quite nail the caveman okay. thing, okay. and no. they also don't I, I, quite nail the other that's side. It's like of a that. halfway okay. between. Like, I right. want everyone right. to remember this moment for later in the film because this bookmark this because this is a very salient point for a larger problem right. I have later. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, we have. Barely scratched the surface. <laughs> this is the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, we should move it along. Yeah, we should. Uh, well, as what Guido was saying, he ends up going out to, um, oh shit, what the fuck is he even going out for? Uh, to fight the monsters or see what a monster is, to see if they even exist. He leaves and he comes across two guys that. Uh, say that he can. Sh they can show him the what they call the gods. They take him to the god city, which ends up not being anything. It was it uh, Denver, Colorado. They go into downtown, and then they end up uh, going to a mall to eat some food and get caught by the bad guys. Let me say that and he at has this traveled. Point, this is he's traveled what twelve hours on horseback. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and they've ne they've ne like they've never gone further than 12 hours away from the cave they live in yes right right <laughs> okay okay just making sure <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah no you're absolutely right well they get caught in the mall uh two of the guys one of the guys ends up being kind of his helpful uh comrade through the rest of the film the other fat guy dies 
and whatever. Well, this is where the film finally starts to slow down and you start kind of recovering from this trip you felt like you've been on for the past 15 minutes. And I, I will have to say, when they're flying into the city, it's it doesn't look awful for the time. It looks okay. Uh, and this is where I kind of felt like uh, maybe the film's going to start being actually good. Maybe they just really wanted to rush that opening dialogue for whatever reason, even though you don't give a shit about this guy right now. Uh, but you know John Travolta's coming up at some point, so maybe it's going to be worth it. And then we meet John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> and Forrest Whitaker. Yep. Man, <laughs> no. yeah, that, that's a blot in a distinguished career right there. Oh, my God. You know, I really have to say I did love their performance. Because if they played it straight in any way, this film would have been almost unwatchable. Yeah. At least they were fun. I don't know if they meant... I mean, they're both smart guys, especially for us. Travolta? Weird. He meant every bit of that. That was serious to him. And, I, and you're absolutely right. And Whitaker's a good actor, a solid actor. And I don't know, at this point, they were just like we've got to do something. This film's not coming along the way it should be. We're just going to go all out because the tone of this film shifts so much. It starts very serious, but then once we start seeing the cyclos, it starts getting very campy in many ways. Fucking stupid name. The dumbest (laughs) name in the world, but really they are the saving grace of this film. And uh, they're just a lot of fun. So they get put into internment camps, and uh, they're being made to go out and mine this stuff for the um, for the guys. Uh, no, 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 no. This is important too. Okay, go ahead. What, what what are they mining? Let's get that out there right now. Gold. I, gold. I believe gold. Yes. Because gold is apparently a galactic currency of some merit. Yep. In the <laughs> yes. year three thousand. In the year yep. three thousand. And the then year- a, a gold vein just happens to show up. Right. Randomly. Okay, after 3,000 years after scanning the planet, this just guy, giant <laughs> gold vein just decides to show up. Yeah. Which is for, the, uh, for an this army is the second can, bookmark. Oh, go ahead. Oh, this is the second bookmark I'm putting in. So. For an art, for a, like a, a group of people who destroyed, uh, basically humanity and its defenses in 13 minutes, they really struggle finding gold. That this kind of blows my mind a little bit. I mean, it's really a problem for them to the point that they say that, well, of course, we find out some internal conflicts that uh, Earth is operating at a loss. It's just mm-hmm. kind of strange. It, it's just all kind of weird how they set all this stuff up and totally unnecessary to really what happens over on the plot. But anyways, right. uh, Guido, you want to pick up from here? Uh, sure. You want me so, to keep going? Uh uh, Travolta and Force Whitaker get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, why did they get drunk? Uh, it's important. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is important. You're right. Uh, the, the Overlord, the the guy who runs Psycho, whatever. Their boss, Travolta's boss. He shows up, teleports in, and uh, <laughs> he says, "Hey, great job here. Really like everything you're doing. Uh, great work. Like the profits. I mean, you could cut." You know, the workers' wages a little bit more, bringing more profits. But uh, overall, doing an okay job. Um, by the way, we're going to – that transfer that you want, you want to be transferred, it's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen for 
Another 50 cycles with mm-hmm. endless options for renewal. And did you catch <laughs> why? For renewal. For renewal. For renewal. <laughs> for renewal. I, like the, I like the conversation about dogs, too. Yeah, all is great. That I love this guy. I wish he was in the film more. He was hilarious. <laughs> Whoever yeah. this actor was. It was so, <clears throat> horrible. Travolta's pissed. He's like... Look, dude, I was the top of my class. I'm the best cyclone. What are their names? You should have messed with that senator's daughter then. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. In this scene like, was my favorite line of the movie where he goes, while you were still learning to spell your name, I was being trained in the Conquer Galaxies. Yeah. I just love that scene. I really wanted to rewatch this film just for that scene. Extra over the top, like they're like th- Klingons with downs. Yeah, <laughs> yes. If you imagine a silly Klingon just being very Shakespearean, as you said, that's really a great way of saying it. That that's a cyclone, and you get an idea of what these characters are like. Yeah. So they have a meeting after they get drunk. Uh, they have a meeting, and they're like, "How can we make more profit? We need more money out of this. We need more gold, more credits, if you will." Uh, how about we just bring more workers in and pay them half price? And then John Travolta saying the smartest thing out of all these people is like, hey, why don't we just train these man animals, humans, to do the mining for us? And then we don't have to pay anyone. And they all laugh at him. (laughs) (laughs) Slavery? That's just not practical. And that's one thing about operating machinery. (laughs) Like they they don't think of the humans being any more than like even a dog or they. I mean, they thought the dogs were uh, a higher class than the humans were. So they they do not think of them as being but like ants, like. Uh, so that kind of sets a tone of the conflict between uh, the cyclos and the humans, how they're really underestimating what the humans can do to a kind of degree. Humans are pretty dumb, but the cyclos do something even dumber than bringing out their downfall. That's what we'll but find out later. The, the, the fact that they're surrounded by the ruins of a, of a <laughs> great civilization. A nuclear civilization. <laughs> We've harnessed the atom. <laughs> And they're like, no, these animals, they can't operate simple mining equipment. It's it's, uh, it's so frustrating. I mean, the premise makes sense when you talk it out, but in the movie, it doesn't really make any sense. It it makes sense up to what they do with the human, though. Like, well, he's really dumb. Let's make him super smart. Right. I mean, yeah. This is a good idea. Let's let's give them all our secrets. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. <laughs> You're skipping the worst. Little... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're hey, skipping... I'm sorry. I hate yeah, to back up it. a hair. Just just a hair. How dumb they think the humans are that they only believe they can use their guns. Because one of the very early scenes, uh, our main protagonist, the uh, Poppins guy, whatever, uh, <laughs> steals one of the guards' guns and shoots him. And they and Travolta is so perplexed that that could even happen, which I found so weird. Like, why would you think he couldn't shoot your gun? Um, but that just kind of also sets a layer of how dumb they think the humans are. But e- even back in the caves, the humans don't seem even close to being that stupid. Right. Yeah. So it's very odd. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, this leads to the next, the worst scene in probably cinema history. 
Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, so he's like, well, we're gonna, we're, ju- we're just gonna teach them how to mine it anyway and take all this gold in this vein, which Nasty talked about earlier, this, uh, gold vein that just right. suddenly appears in the side of a cliff. Um, there, Travolta's like, no, we're just gonna teach them how to do this and take the money for ourselves. We're not gonna give it to them and we're gonna do it all under their own thing. But first we have to teach them how to do this and we can't teach them if they don't have, like a purpose, like a reward. So then there's a discussion between <laughs> Forrest Whitaker and John Travolta, John Travolta on what, what is the human's favorite food? What, what is their favorite food and how do we find it? What do you think they would like as a treat? Oh as a God. treat. <laughs> so they get, Travolta gets the bright idea. Fucking worst ever. Of take, he's like, well, we'll just take three of the man animals and set them free and then they will get so hungry they will chase down their favorite food and they'll eat it in celebration that's the opposite of how survival works <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking ridiculous he's like they can have anything they want yeah <laughs> if it's there wasteland <laughs> yeah in the fucking middle of a mountain is basically where they released them aren't they like in the rockies or some shit? something yeah. like that and then they and then they attached like cameras to them and they were like they can't figure out that those are cameras they figure out very easily yeah they figured out pretty quick <laughs> yeah, real quick <laughs> but so fast. it's so that scene decides that rats are their favorite food right. because of the fact that they resorted to eating a rat because there was nothing else around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the point where the film starts becoming so silly and you get that weird tonal shift because the and film starts out surreal. Like, extremely. is this actually happening? Absolutely. W- extremely surreal. The way we're talking about it makes it seem like it's like, three minutes of scene no but no, no this is a good 20 minute segment of the film <laughs> yeah. this is a giant set, where they set these guys free to try and find out what their favorite food is by the way this movie wasn't short it was a two plus hour movie i mean this is a big ass film and it was meant to be epic in scale it's meant to be one of two yeah you're right this is only half the book apparently it's half the fucking book <laughs> Oh my god. And really, we haven't skipped over much. Little yeah. uh, contact <laughs> scenes here and there. We've hit, a, Guido's done a good job, hitting a lot of the really big points. Um, so they they Almost end up coming back and they're like, okay, they like rats. So he, John Travolta, <laughs> one of them okay, starts they like, like rats. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember the scene exactly, but he's playing with the machines or something. And John Travolta comes in, he's like, don't touch that. And then drags Johnny into another room and tries like feeding him a rat and he's like this is what you like (laughs) this is what you want and like starts stuffing a rat into his mouth well 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 you're missing a big part here his punishment is learning because yeah, he didn't that eat comes the after. fucking rat. No, that's right. what he did was the rat in his face, wasn't it? Yeah, he wasn't like he wasn't like, learning you fast enough. Yeah. Aren't you hungry? Like, yeah, aren't you hungry? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not hungry? Then learn more. And he's not really being angry about it. He's kind of being a little sincere about, aren't you hungry? And just shoving it down his face. This is what I call the magic of movies. 
Never, ever did I ever picture that I would see on screen John Travolta dressed as a Klingon shoving a rat down a guy's face hole. Like, yeah. that is just marvelous to me. Yeah, it's like the punchline of a 20-minute uh, <laughs> setup joke. It took so long to get yes. there, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they they end up hooking him up to a machine, which injects knowledge on this race of aliens into Johnny's head. So he becomes right. he becomes like this brilliant rain man. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> right. Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> I like they and he gets it, it from a beam, a like a laser beam shooting into his eyes. Yeah. I like how yeah. it goes into the eyes too. Like that's how you learn stuff. Right. Well, and so Why hard that it like that? forces him back into the seat too. Like it's an actual force <laughs> that's shoving into his eyes, but not hard enough to blow his eyes out, but right. hard enough to push him backwards into the seat so he can't move. Right. Wait, what is the reasoning? They're teaching him like. The I think how to communicate. Language. How to communicate yeah. So he yeah. can and mind well. They're wanting yes. to uh, train him since he's shown that he's a little. He grabbed the gun from a guy and shot someone, so obviously he's smarter. You know. <laughs> so obviously and, he's the perfect candidate to yeah. teach more things to. So that I way, know. He, you know, will listen <laughs> exactly. to you. So he's wanting the, the the train him as a liaison, so he can speak the cyclo language as well as train the other people on how to operate the machinery. Mm -hmm. solid premise i'll I'll go with how they got to that is ridiculous and stupid yeah it's it's not a solid premise because like he's communicating (laughs) with john travolta's character the entire time well i can't i don't know why he needs to learn like the entire cyclo language and all the all of their knowledge well i don't get why didn't one of the cyclos well well i know one of their issues was communication i think that was the ultimate issue was their communication yeah i wasn't really sure like if the point was the cyclos are speaking a different language, but it's coming right. out as English, or if they're actually just talking to him in English. I also think that it was supposed to point out that he needed to know their language to operate their mining that, equipment that, that, and operate right. their right. their machine, their planes, They basically their wanted UFOs. him to be a foreman, too, I think, right? Right. Right. Yeah, but, so then they brought the chicken. Right. Wait, so that they could hold that over his head. The love oh, of his life that yeah. he left behind that well, for some reason decided she needed to come after him because it had been three days. <laughs> what the fuck is she going to do? Uh, what we, <laughs> what we, after he starts learning the language, he's able to read the controls. And he has shown he is at least somewhat resourceful. And he's starting to try to develop a plot to try to get back out at the very least escape and it starts getting larger than that that they're actually gonna stage a rebellion against them but but so that's kind of how this starts he's able to read the controls um he's gotten really smart on how to plan things and stuff so that's how this begins there's a one scene where he's in the prison and he's like writing on the ground he's like showing them a right triangle and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like math geometry. Language. And triangle. then he's like, these are all sides. He, he like writes out uh, the diagram of a molecule for water. And he's like, this, this is the molecule. This is what water means. And then one dude who's my hero of the movie, he's like, Johnny, like, what the fuck does this have to do with getting us out of here? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one of the idiots is like, oh, it all it all has to do with it. Just don't worry about it, you 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 guy over there. You smart guy. Okay, so they want to hatch this plot, right? And where do they choose to go? For what, what was the idea they came up with to get the gold, right? Well, go to Fort Knox. Exactly. Which he found out about, which was really strange. The John Travolta takes the smart guy to what the Library of Congress or, or went to the Capitol somewhere. No, Denver, yeah, Denver Library. Was it really Denver Library? I thought he went okay. to like Library of Congress or something. Oh, Why did he take Denver him there? I didn't understand that. Like he's reading books and John Travolta's like making fun of him for reading. This is an advanced alien society that beat us within like minutes. And yet, over a thousand years, and they cherish gold so bad they couldn't find Fort Knox. They they did a throwaway line, which was pathetic. <laughs> it was like, oh, I guess their scanners couldn't see through these lead walls. Exactly, as they're breaking that into was Fort the Knox. Saddest throwaway line <laughs> I've ever heard. Uh, I'm fine with it. <laughs> At that point, you're just like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. That's, <laughs> that's pretty late into the movie. Too. Yeah. Be asking too many questions. <laughs> oh god, my head hurts. <laughs> okay. Oh god, where do we leave off? Um, um well, well he's, he's starting the mining operation. Right. Yeah. That's, they got to Fort Knox. Technically, yeah, Fort like Knox. they well, went yeah. to Fort Knox to get the gold instead but, of mining it out. But they give right. him a they give him a spaceship. Like they teach him to fly one of their yeah. ships, and then they just give it to him. Right. They just right. like leave him. <laughs> They leave him and like this huge crew of man animals alone with the spaceship. But remember, they're watching him with the eye in the yeah, sky. Yeah, they have cameras, but he's constantly like flying he to Fort Knox it. and back. He explained it. He was like, they were like, but won't they see that we're leaving? And he's, Johnny takes a stick, breaks it in half. He's like, no, you dumb fucker. Look. One group stays here in mines. The yeah. other fucking group goes to Fort Knox, you idiot. Yeah, the stick, the stick metaphor. They really nailed it. Fucking home. worst. The absolute worst. But they would see him flying the ship. Like they would see him leaving. Or they, they would see cameras. the ship is missing. Like where else is it going or they to go? Could scan the ship. They probably have like tags on all their ships. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's. At, at, at this point, you can fire a gun. You seem trustworthy here. Have a ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he had his uh, oh, wife okay. or his so, girlfriend for leverage. He'd uh, blow her her head up if he didn't follow the rules. Right. Oh, yeah. Anyways, right. <laughs> so they so, get the gold and they yeah. take it back. But they, they're also going to this military base at the same time, right? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. While they're out later on. Oh, yeah, boy. while they're out That's uh, a getting later, the gold but... at Fort Knox. I forgot about that part. Well, so they, they, sh they show up ahead. in a military base. Fort Hood in Texas. Yeah, Fort Hood so, in Texas. So we went from Texas to Kentucky, right? Fort Knox is in Kentucky. Well, they went, they went to D.C. because they show yeah. the White House. I like when, when when they're trying to read the map to get to Fort Knox or whatever, and the yeah, guy's why, like, "Why was the DC guy's like, in there? We, we can't have passed into Washington. I don't see any of the lines on yeah. the ground. Oh. They must have disappeared over time." And he's looking at a map with like, you know, latitude and longitude lines on it. It was so dumb. <laughs> so yeah, they went from Denver to Washington for some reason because Fort Knox actually exists in Kentucky, and then they went down to Texas to then train and then go back up to denver no, no, wait, wait, what did they do 
They went from Denver for they some tricked. reason to Washington, and then they went to Kentucky to get the gold, and then they took those guys down to Fort or to Fort Hood in yeah, exactly. Texas. So this then cave they trade in simulators, right? So that way they could learn in the in the flight simulators with no electricity. No, there was and electricity. I want to say an image of what there was. these. I want I want to say an image of what these uh, soon to be very important cavemen look like they show up out of nowhere they're like hey you guys need some help they are wearing like like gopher skins painted war faces with spears mm -hmm. and axes they look like what you would think a caveman okay. would so now the, let's go to the simulator the crowning that's the crowning scene for me is the is this because one of the cavemen with like a really hard pained look of concentration on his face <laughs> in a hairier jet simulator while johnny encourages him on <laughs> yeah it's like you sure you guys can do it like oh yeah no problem a piece of cake piece of cake it's nothing a piece of cake <laughs> it I'm, I'm glad that uh that saying lasted through yeah. three thousand years yeah. what is too. a cake i don't know but it's a piece, it's of, a piece of it I should say that the yeah. cavemen, so the cavemen that uh, are flying in these simulators, they show up for the very first time a good hour and ten minutes into the movie, and yeah. <laughs> right. they they run out. They tackle John Travolta. Uh, Johnny gets his gun, and then Johnny gives like a rousing thirty second speech of like, "We can't kill this guy. We're gonna all gather up, and we're gonna we're gonna fight." all these guys we're gonna figure out a way we're gonna fight them it's like the speech to get everybody like yeah and these cavemen who just happened to meet them for the very first time are like yeah i'm with you who are we killing <laughs> yeah fucking ridiculous so yeah Anyways, they get so, yeah. the gold and they leave those guys to train right, right. and then they right. take the gold back right and the guy's like why is it in bars and he's like, well, you know, we didn't want you to have to do all that work for yourself. And then he's like, fine, since you had enough time, I want the rest of it. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that, whatever the fuck the rest of it means. <laughs> In half the time. Yeah, how does he like, know there's more? <laughs> yeah, it's strange. So, so then, then the whole like plot to overthrow starts. Right, right. We have all the pieces set. They've been armed with... Um... Hour and 35 minutes in, <laughs> we have all the pieces that are actually necessary to set the plot. Oh, and oh boy, then it gets fun. So the plan is, you know, the, the um, guys are, the cyclos, I mean, they're well armed and they're well trained. But the problem is they use teleporters to get their stuff back and forth between cyclo and earth. They're afraid that if they cause too much of a ruckus and they're not be able to get in control of the teleporters, they're going to bring their massive army in and then it's going to be over. They're not going to be able to do anything about it. So they're working on an interesting timeline, but I mean, by the time we've already got Harriers and shit blowing up everywhere, they wait so fucking long to even think about bringing the army in. It's really convenient, actually. Uh, so why didn't they just do that a little bit earlier? But anyways, yeah. that's kind of what it's leading up to. So, so their their plan is to uh, they find a nuclear bomb in right. Fort Hood or whatever. They figure out how to work it by reading this instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned this. This no. is all within a span of a week where they 
right. learn how to fly Harrier jets and use nuclear weapons. <laughs> like, dismantle they have one week. and then rearm nuclear <laughs> weapons based yeah. off of slides on an old-timey projector. <laughs> yeah, so their plan is to teleport, <laughs> that they teleport the nuclear bomb up to the cyclo planet and um, to blow it up, which the radiation uh, interferes with the gas that the cyclos breathe. Right. So yeah. it'll kill all the cyclos on the planet, essentially. Right. Right. That's Ensuring that they'll never have to worry about them again, ultimately. Yeah. But what happens, actually, at the end of the movie is the entire planet just explodes when they detonate the bomb, <laughs> which I really wasn't expecting, because I thought the plan was just to like disrupt their their gas supply that they breathe but their ecosystem well, or it, it was the way that it interacted with their gas supply but how the fuck do you know that like there's never been a explosion of a nuke in like whatever the atmosphere is that they were providing underneath this dome which can we also bring up the whole fact that like oxygen is being pumped into these guys like body through a nose plug but yet they still <laughs> breathe through their mouth like yeah. what yeah yeah, I yeah. can go with that. And also, vice versa? Um, I think it's like the radiation of the nuke interacts. And they know about the radiation because supposedly that's why they have humans and stuff working on the mines at all is because they can't breathe where the gold is. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's... supposedly he knows that because he got smart on that machine. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> and and they're warning one of the big plans is with that they've got this biodome. Uh, with an environment that the the guys can the cyclos can breathe, so one of the plans is they need to blow up the biodome, or at least dismantle it enough that real air comes in, so it chokes them out. Yeah. So they bring in Polly Shore. Yeah, by the biodome. He is mm -hmm. <laughs> right. That right. gets really weird. Stephen Baldwin too is there. Yeah. Um, Take it easy, buddy. Oh jeez, I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, if Paulie Shore showed up, I would be like, "Of course, this is what happens." Of course. Um, but uh, basically, their plan happens. There's a lot of explosions. Um, right. They Not drop. Enough. They drop a bomb the on the bone on the dome. Right. It cracks. It doesn't break. It just cra it cracks well, all over. Which I don't understand what kind of glass this is. And you know what? They're aliens, so maybe. But what kind of glass do you have that would just like take a giant explosion to it and then just like disperse it amongst everything? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were shooting you know? it. They were shooting it with like laser guns from right. the cyclo ship, and it was just like bouncing off essentially. Right. Yeah. Right. But but for some reason they know that the explosives that they have is going to destroy the dome. This right, little box of explosives, uh, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work like Guido says. It just cracks right. the glass. Right. So uh, the, and in the, a self-sacrificing move, the polyshore guy, he really does kind of look like he could be <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Ends up blowing himself up and the other explosives he had on the alien carrier, and uh, at least saves the day partially. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the the, the dome explodes onto a bunch of humans in shards of glass. No one thought about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, buildings inside the dome start breaking apart. Yeah, basically on all these slaves, but they all make it out okay. Don't worry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. fine. It's no big deal. <laughs> 
I gotta say that the guards, what? the the cyclo guards, have a lot of them have like uh, protective shields. Like they're either wearing helmets with shields over their face, or like these weird torso shields. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're all like super dirty, like dusty and dirty to the point where you wouldn't be able to see through them. Did yeah. anyone notice right. this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and <I did. laughs> it's like, where are they getting these shields and why don't they just wipe them down? It would help so much. Maybe they wouldn't have uh, died so bad. If they just wiped their shields down. <laughs> Everything, this movie just trips over its own exposition so much. So uh, bad. And. The final confrontation is between uh, Greener and uh, Travolta while he's trying to activate the uh, teleporter to get the um, guy with what happens is they have to have someone carry the nuke through the teleporter to Cyclo and detonate it. And one of the little guys is like, I'll go and do it. So it was the brother of the dude that got killed earlier. That's right. That I forgot about that. So he decides to do it. So he's like sitting there on this teleporter waiting to go <laughs> while it's a big ass teleporter. It's just a funny looking scene on its own. Um, but uh, Greener fights Travolta. I can't remember. He doesn't. No, he doesn't kill him. I, how, how does he end up doing it? He, I don't remember. He, puts, he takes the neck thing off of the girl and throws it on his arm. And then detonates it when he's about to shoot him. Yeah. That's right. No, he tricks he tricks Travolta into detonating it. Because <laughs> no, Travolta that's what it thinks is. the neck bomb is still on his oh, girlfriend. Oh, and he's yeah. like, oh no, please, yeah. anything but that. Please don't kill her. We totally forgot to even bring up the girl neck bomb. It goes away in like three minutes after it's introduced. <laughs> the um, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character ends oh, up yeah. getting inspired or at least... Throws a conscience. Right, and helps them by deactivating the bomb from the girl and helps them out with a few other things. And uh, it's complete so, self-preservation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't get a conscience right. at all. Right. But does he, didn't he like right. vow to help them rebuild or something at the end? He was going to be like their liaison yeah. uh, for I, when I, the other people come. Yeah, or, Forrest or, Whitaker or, or, makes it, folks. Spoiler alert. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Oh, he God. lives. The only one. What What is part two of this movie? That's what I want to know. Are they just rebuilding their civilization with Forrest Whitaker at that point? I, I didn't read the I books. I have no of. fucking clue. I guess we'll, they never know. We'll have to find out. No, thank you. <laughs> but, Travolta but yeah, but gets anyways. his arm blown off by this net breaks, right. and he doesn't react at all. Like, there's no, no reaction no, from him. His arm is gone, and he doesn't scream in pain. He doesn't even look at his arm. He's just like, oh, well, I guess he got me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think they just had one arm to blow up on set, and they did it too early. So, so they're like, I just keep it. It's fine. We'll Leave just it make in. him pretend he's a badass. Um, but so, they, they end up capturing up, him. Yeah. They end up capturing Travolta. Right. They place him in a in a jail cell, and they surround him with gold. Isn't that mm-hmm. irony? Inside no, it's, Fort Knox. It's gold. Inside Fort gold Knox. Gold bars. <laughs> <laughs> and we we find out what could be part of the next film is we he's he acknowledges that there are other and they blow up Cyclo. They send the guy through the teleporter. He detonates it, blows up their home world. But uh, Greener does say, you know, I know there's other. Cyclos out there, and if they come, 
we're going to use you as a bargaining chip saying you sold everyone out. And yeah. that's pretty uh, much the end. <laughs> that's it. It folks. literally does just end. Yeah, that's, that's, it. It. that's it. That's it. That's a pod. <laughs> um, <Get> fucked. <laughs> I can't. I, I mean, as I don't know if we made it sound like fun, but I can't recommend you watch this fun. movie. Even, I mean, if you like movies, if you like film, I think don't it, watch it. It's, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> if you have a group of friends and you want to watch something really bad, I recommend it. Right. It's a film that I, I would call um, I, I was I would call it schlock to a to a degree. It's a, a film that they tried really hard to make truly epic, but it fails in every single way. But I would not call it. If you're going to the frame of mind saying this is a bad movie, it's not completely unwatchable. Uh, that that would it's just very entertaining if you find bad movies uh, entertaining. I, I would recommend it. Watch it for free, and actually, you can't. It's nowhere on uh, like if you're one of the brand like Amazon Video. I couldn't even really find a DVD copy. Uh, I mean, it's like been scrubbed off the earth. Uh, but you can easily find it online for free. <laughs> it should you don't pay money to watch this unless you're going to add it to your collection of bad movies but i recommend it <laughs> i want my In two conclusion, hours back i want my two hours back <laughs> well thanks guys i i knew it was going to be a bad one but uh it's all good it, it was a fun one so i, uh, uh, I felt right. bad for picking uh baby's day out and i was like man i gotta watch this battlefield earth i don't know i'd feel bad if i let people make people have to watch baby's day out if it gets selected and now i'm just like you know what fuck you biggie size you're watching baby's day out. Us watch <laughs> <this shit. laughs> no i i am down for some baby's day out oh absolutely well uh i guess we can talk about what we want to watch next uh next month uh any films we'll out sp- come out in the theaters you want to see or we spin the wheel again spin the wheel again we'll keep sp- them all on there just take yours off Will do. We'll spin the wheel. Well, uh, do you guys want to say what's on the wheel for those who... Um, I, I put a video online. I'll put another one when I spin it again. But okay. if you guys want to say what's, what your picks were. Yeah. Yeah. I picked Baby's Day Out. It is a comedic romp through a da- the life of a baby. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's a great a baby, movie, actually. A baby tries... They gets kidnapped, but the kidnappers are very inept. And it's a series of pratfalls and... Uh, Oh, misguided yeah, of uh, oh. losing of the baby. It, it should <laughs> yeah. be a great, great. It's like a Buster, it was a, it was a Buster Keaton movie. <laughs> yeah, it's lots like of, a lots live of, uh, action, like cartoon style film. Yeah, lots of piano music of like. It's literally like a movie from the thirties repackaged. It's phenomenal, right? Right. Have you have you guys seen this already? Yeah, yeah. A long time. You've seen it. You saw yeah, it it's theater. like a '90s wow. movie. Oh god, it was a pretty big movie when it came out. <laughs> it, it was at its time. It was huge. Really? Yeah. So, Mill, what's your movie? Uh, I picked uh, Robocop <laughs> because I've never seen it, and I'm not a terrible person like you know, and Biggie. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for Robocop. Robocop's awesome. Oh, it's such a fun movie. What about you, yep. Nasty? Um. Fuck, what was the name of the one that I picked? I think it's you the, picked it's the Moana. New, yeah, Moana. Moana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one. It's the it's new movie. Disney movie that just came out. It's a real good, feel-good movie, you know? It looks good. I love the uh, the setting and the uh, the art style they went with. I mean, it's very Disney, but it looks nice. It's a different setting. I'm excited to see that one. 
Yeah, same. What about you, Wally? Uh, the Adventures of Baron Munchausen, which is a Terry Gillum movie based on the adaptation of 18th century comic book strip about a crazy Baron and his misadventures in the Orient and beyond. And that is one I'm very excited to see as well. We really have all really good movies. Yeah. Except for mine. Mm. My mine was the one that I was like, I just want to <laughs> fuck everyone over for two hours. Yeah, I just want to take a <laughs> shitty movie now. <laughs> I'm, I'm spiteful now like we do. <laughs> I have another one picked for when we refresh the wheel. And I, I, I can't wait to watch. You don't have I the wheel prepared right now. now to where you could spin it and so yeah. people could watch it by the time there's another episode? I can't. Yeah, I uh, posted a video in the uh, and I'll tell you, I'll post a video in the uh, movies section of Discord. Uh, you say do it now. Oh, yeah. you want me to do it now? I can go yeah. ahead and do it now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Give me a second. Or, okay. Can we edit this part out? No, we'll just keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, okay. edit cool. nothing. <laughs> uh, well, right, uh, Biggie goes to get his wheel of fortune. Um, yeah. You can meet Biggie at uh, Just Okay Con in September, September 1st <laughs> through the 5th. Plug the shit out of it. I think we're getting like down to like nine spots left if people wow. all the people pay. Yeah, dude. How do you guys feel about that? I'm it's, excited. It's, it's going to be full. It's going to be a lot of people, and I'm yeah, kind of is. worried. I'm kind of worried a, that they're all going to want us to entertain them, too. Well, I mean, we oh. do owe it to them a little bit. Yeah. Well, in a game. Yeah. All right. I got the wheel ready, guys. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Spin here we ready. go. Oh, boy. Three, I'm excited. two, one. Here it goes. Oh, man. No clicking. Oh, no. Nope. Big money, big money, big money, big money. Big money. Ooh, we're going to watch a little no Moana. Ooh, oh, Moana. 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 We know who we are. Who we are. Very uh, good. I'm pretty, right. sure that still, a... I'm pretty sure it's still at Redbox. Sweet. Okay. So I'm going to check, though, to see. And if not, then I'll come up with uh, where we can all get it at. Sounds Since great, it was man. my pick. Well, all uh, right. that well, allows uh, everybody... Pod. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that allows oh, everybody ahead, to watch... So oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a delay between me and Biggie a little bit. Uh, there may be, yeah. <laughs> Um, everybody, it gives a chance for everybody to watch it before the next Patreon episode. So it is great. still at Redbox, by the way. Cool. Cool. Right. Touch your Redbox. Well, Biggie, you want to sign us out? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Thank you guys for participating and watching this wonderful film and talking about it. And we'll come back next uh, month with a little Moana. So please tune in. All right. You all take care. Bye. Bye bye. 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 Okay. <laughs> 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 bye bye. <laughs>